Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I was young at a time when the space age was dawning and members of my generation looked at the sky in awe and tried to imagine what it might be to not only see the Earth from low Earth orbit, but also go beyond Earth to other planets. And my dream as a child was to be an astronaut, to go to Mars and to look for new life. Hello and welcome to Working Scientist, a Nature Careers podcast. I'm Julie Gould. And that was the voice of Professor Jeffrey Gordon from the Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis, USA, outlining his childhood dreams. Professor Gordon and his team were awarded the 2022 to 2023 Global Grants for Gut Health Research Group Prize. This is a grant program for investigator-initiated research into the human gut microbiota, supported by Yakult and Nature Portfolio. And this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Global Grants for Gut Health, supported by Yakult and Nature Portfolio. You can find out more about the grant program, including details of the latest funding call at guthealth-grants.com. But now let's go back to Professor Gordon and hear more about his research, his collaborators and the lab culture in his award-winning lab. Obviously, I've never made it to Mars, but my journey has allowed me slash we to look at a terra incognita and that's life within so i only have to journey a few meters inside and explore the gastrointestinal tract to find really fascinating life forms and interactions this inner tube of life or the gut is teeming with activity Millions of microbes live there, and what Dr. Gordon and his collaborators are asking is whether the microbes living in the gut are communicating with the cells that line the gut. They wanted to know, what are the contributions of this magnificent and invisible world of microbes in the gut to the healthy growth of infants and children? Their hypothesis was that the healthy growth of infants and children is linked to proper assembly of this community of microbes. So, their big question is... With an astronomical number of interactions going on in the gut, how can we understand the connections and conversations going on in there? To answer this question, Gordon and his team started working with sterile mice. Where we would take germ-free animals, animals reared in environments where there was no microbes, and add um, initially one at a time, cultural members of the human gut microbial community, the microbiota. 
They could build complexity, first inputting one member, then another, in an organised and defined way to start understanding the dialogue going on in there. It became apparent that nutrient-sharing relationships are probably very important as a foundation of mutually beneficial relationships, symbioses uh, that exist in the gut. As they started connecting the dots between animal models and human health and disease, Gordon and his team wondered. Gee, it might be a wonderful thing to start thinking about the impact of the gut microbiota on nutritional status, and particularly as the gut microbiota developed, what effects might it have on growth? They wanted to work with someone who was an expert in child undernutrition and who lived in an area where the burden of disease was great. And most importantly, where there was profound trust between the mothers at that locale and the healthcare providers so that we could do studies. So that came about from a magical meeting at the NIH where I met Tamita Med. My name is Tahmid Ahmed, and I am Bangladeshi. I am a medical doctor, and I'm also a medical scientist working at the International Center for Diarrheal Disease Research, Bangladesh. Dr. Ahmed has been working at the ICDDRB for about 36 years and is now also the executive director there. Since he started his job at the ICDDRB, Dr. Ahmed has been studying malnutrition. When the body is unable to find these right nutrients, you know, growth falters. And this faltering of growth is called malnutrition. And this malnutrition can affect children, it can affect adults. In low- and middle-income countries like Bangladesh, most often we come across children and women who suffer from this wretched condition. Just over 10 years ago, Gordon and Ahmed were together at a conference. We were taking breakfast together early in the morning. And we were chatting and I was asking him questions about his work on uh, overweight and then the work that he had done in Malawi. And then I suggested that, look, the kind of disease under nutrition that I see is just opposite to what you see in the United States and other developed countries. But you are also working on gut microbiota. Why not we work together and see uh, what we can do for malnutrition, undernutrition? And um, the shared journey began. Looking at the hypothesis, is there a normal, definable program of gut microbial community assembly in healthy children living in Bangladesh or another site? Was this program perturbed? And was that perturbation, if it did exist, causally related to the pathogenesis of undernutrition? So that is where we have tried to give our best gift of attention to over the last more than decade of uh, exploration. At that time, Dr. Ahmed was working on a clinical trial in Dhaka, testing two different types of treatment on children with severe malnutrition. And Gordon readily agreed to work with this trial to study the gut microbiota involved. So as part of this study, we first went to the slums in Dhaka city and we looked at children who were apparently healthy. 
not all children in slums happen to be malnourished. You also come across children who are very mal, well, well nourished. So we took their stool samples and we did the tests using sophisticated DNA techniques in Jeff's lab at St. Louis. And we then, you know, created the library in well-nourished children. And then we went on to study children with severe malnutrition admitted to our hospital. We then compared the gut microbiota profile of these two group of children. And we came up to up with many important conclusions. One is that the gut microbiota is immature in children with malnutrition. And later, we showed that this immaturity of the gut microbiota is actually a cause, underlying cause of malnutrition. This collaboration has continued for about a decade now, and even though the two collaborators live several time zones apart, they make it work. We are distanced apart, many, many thousands of miles away. But, you know, we meet almost every week now. And this is uh, on the Zoom platform. We never think that, you know, it's, uh, it has to be very formal because we have been working so closely together. All of us, we are part of the same team. When speaking to both Professor Gordon and Dr. Ahmed, this concept of team and teamwork is crucial to how they make this international collaboration successful and how they operate locally. And I'm so grateful uh, to the remarkable group of students who come to the lab to share their lives with me, each embarking on a journey that's very unique, reflecting their hopes, their dreams, their previous life experiences, their existing strengths, as well as their aspirations for acquiring new capabilities and perspectives. And they've also done something I think that's really critical, not only to the journey of the lab and our relationships with one another, but also our connections to our colleagues in Bangladesh. And that's a shared belief that discovery and innovation occurs, is born, in a very caring, a very supportive and respectful and trusting environment so that we could share ideas with one another and at the same time not be afraid to say, I don't understand. The grant money that Professor Gordon and his collaborators have received will be used to further strengthen this international collaboration by developing local capacity and empowering people. The ability to evolve and deploy technology at a site where the burden of disease is great the training of very talented individuals so that they become familiar with these tests to create durable programs so that these capacities can be deployed for a variety of different problems, but also to empower young individuals once they acquire this knowledge to be able to pursue that so their careers can mature and develop in the locales where they practice their science. It means that some of the work that can be done in Dhaka should be done in Dhaka by Bangladeshi researchers. And these are the young researchers. People from 
the International Center for Diarrheal Disease Research can come to Washington University for six months at a time and take a deep dive into the experimental and computational pipelines that we use. But then we also thought that it should be two-way, not just a one-way track. So we will also have postgraduate students in Jeff's lab. They will come to Dhaka and they will also work alongside our researchers in trying to understand what it is like to look at the patients because they in St. Louis, they are doing the assays, the DNA work, the sophisticated work. But then it would be great for them to look at the conditions in which the patients live and how do the patients look like, you know. So I believe that that's going to empower them Professor Gordon strongly believes in working in a supportive environment where each person, whether in Dhaka, Bangladesh, or in his lab at Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis, feels safe enough to take the chance to develop themselves to the best of their abilities. Fundamentally, it begins with the gift of attention and trying to look at the world through another person's eyes, understand what inspires them, how they view their needs. Another way of saying that is, what do they feel are environments that bring out aspects of their being that they value most? What are their vulnerabilities? And can they give voice to that so that we can create questions together for them to pursue that they have ownership of, that they have joy pursuing, and where they will feel supported, not only in terms of the relationship they have with me, but the relationship with the community of people that surround them. Ultimately, though, Professor Jeffrey Gordon thanks his team for this. They fashion an environment and form of support for one another that I think are really the underpinnings, the foundations for interdisciplinary research and for human flourishing. Just the idea that there's a shared spirit, there's a shared hope, trust, there's a kindness and generosity and a shared sense of purpose that equals a shared joy. As mentioned earlier, this episode of the Nature Careers Working Scientist podcast was sponsored by the Global Grants for Gut Health, a grant program for investigator-initiated research into the human gut microbiota, supported by Yakult and Nature Portfolio. Learn more about the Global Grants for Gut Health, including details of the latest funding call, at guthealth-grants.com.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.